Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey there, moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Who is Sky? And... Happy Gilmore. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, cool. I was going to say, oh no, your YouTube is going. <laughs> you, heard, you, you heard the clip I used, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm glad you like that. Of course. This is a special occasion, sir. It is. Not only is it the spookiest time of the year and my favorite month of the year, but we're talking about a hero of ours. <laughs> a, mo- a modern day fucking Da Vinci. <laughs> like a-, a real Renaissance man. It's true. It is actually true. It's crazy to think how often Happy Madison and the Sandman come up on our podcast, yet the only movie we've actually ever reviewed of his was Uncut Gems, which is the least Adam Sandler movie ever made. <laughs> you know what it I mean? Really, like, I know. What are the odds? Well, we just like shit on him all the time, and then the one movie that we do is when we're like, oh my God, he was fucking It landed on both of our top tens. I am good. <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> Did you load up the whole soundboard with just Adam Sandler bits? I, I figured uh, this episode should be as obnoxious as the movie we're going to review. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, man. That's that's good fun. It well, is good fun. Let's not let's not just dive into the movies. Just talk so fast, like going all out with the with the Sandman. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah, how come sometimes he does he does that? It's the same voice, but sometimes it's down here, and other times it's like a grandma. <laughs> Depends on which character he's playing. Shabadi hoo hoo. I like that one. But yeah, we're back. We're another week closer to Halloween. So we got to do the ultimate 2020 Halloween movie that came out because it's basically the only one. (laughs) You joke, but I've seen a lot of articles about this movie recently and all of which are making me kind of angry. Like not even... 
that, and that's not even saying how I feel about the movie at all. I'm just seeing so much reporting about Hubie Halloween. And I'm just like, this is the world of cinema that we live in now where like this movie is the biggest movie news in the universe right now, because literally nothing else is happening. And this is the month that like, I should be watching Dune. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Dune is going to come out in two months, but this should have been the month that we were going to get like Wonder Woman and Candyman. Well, I thought Dune was originally going to be released in October and then it got pushed back to December and then it got pushed back to 2021. Uh, I thought it was always in December. Oh, then maybe I was wrong. I, I am I am totally fine with being wrong. I oh, am Black Widow got pushed wrong. back, right? Was it Black Which Widow? One? Black Widow? Black Widow, yes. No, um I think Black Widow when it was pushed back from May, it got pushed back to November. There's actually talks mm, that yeah. Black Widow is getting pressured by Disney's um like stockholders and stuff, like mm. Uh, like heavy hitter stockholders that uh, they want Black Widow to be released on Disney Plus as like one of the premium streaming well, movies. Uh, Soul is going straight to Disney Plus now. Right. I saw that. That will definitely need to be an episode because we've been uh, kind of waiting for that one. That, that's a cool looking movie. Yeah, that's one that we can we can actually look forward to. See, I don't think that the studios should be pushing films to be released on their streaming p- platforms like, you know, like Disney Plus and stuff like that. But I think that studios need to realize that they need to take maybe a little bit of a hit on their movies if theaters are going to survive. Oh, dude. I don't even want to talk about it. New York and California are a big fucking problem right now for the movie industry as a whole, and it's the dumbest shit ever. Like, how many well, times... I know we've talked about it on this show a lot, our our feelings on, like, the cleanliness and the safety of going to the movie theaters as compared to other establishments that are reopened or have been opened. Like, it's ridiculous that the movie theaters aren't open. All it's doing is making it an industry suffer. And I'm not talking about the movie industry because, like, Hollywood will be fine. Obviously, they're millionaires, billionaires. I'm talking about on this smaller scale because not every movie theater is AMC and Regal. Like, there are... Mm-hmm. Tons of businesses that are dying out there, like small-time theaters that are that will not survive. Think about the theater in Chester. You think they're going to survive after this? They were barely hanging on at the end. Yeah, I mean, you you just mentioned Regal, but Regal's closed now. Like they like, just they just closed again because they were just like, "Fuck it, it's not worth staying open yeah. for this." Their CEO came out and he said he, he was basically just like, because it was that same week where Dune, Wonder Woman, um, I think Candyman was like. All the movies basically from this month through December all just got pushed back till 2021. And their CEO came out and he was just like, we are basically a grocery store without groceries right now, like with no food. So there's no reason for us to be open, basically. So yeah. so they they closed again. It was it was a bummer, too, because I was like swamped with work that week. But they were playing Empire Strikes Back. And oh, cool. I was like, oh, that'd be really cool to go see Empire Strikes Back, like in theaters, like, you know, because I wasn't alive then. And I was planning on going at the end of the week when like all my work was done, and then they closed oh. on Thursday. Yep, they're just like, nah, we're done. <laughs> I was like, damn, damn it, dude, it sucks so hard. It's like, which came first, chicken or the egg? The movie studios aren't releasing movies because theaters aren't open, and theaters aren't surviving because no new movies are coming out. I think if there was, if there was movies coming out, like let's just say Wonder Woman was out, I don't think theaters would be closing. Like I think if if the movie if the studios were content. Being like, you know what, we might take a, a hit, but you know, we want our movies played on the big screen even after COVID and all that stuff. Like, 
then they should just put their movies out. Like movie theaters aren't going to survive if they're if they're closing. Really, what it is is with New York and California not reopening. Th- there's like that's sixty percent of the U.S. domestic gross comes from just those two states, and pretty much just those two states won't reopen the movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah, no. Which I get because the high population and everything like that, it, it might be hard because so many people might want to try to flood the movie theaters again, looking for something to do. That would be a risk. But if the companies are holding to the standards that we've seen them set and uphold so far, then it would totally be safe to reopen even in a, a large metropolitan area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if... If you can go to the freaking supermarket, you can go to a, one of these movie theaters. Like, yeah, th- they were doing a, such a good job keeping it clean, keeping it uh, safe for everybody. Yeah, it's super upsetting. Really mm-hmm. big bummer of a year for us. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, we were we were pretty pumped for this year too. Uh, we're I know like, we were so excited. Deuce, then yeah, nothing. How many times in like January and February were we like, it's the year of the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on us. It's the year of the douche. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm curious if, you know, Christopher Nolan decided, like, in the studio, we're going to put out Tenet. If their thought process was, we're going to put it out so there is a movie out, and plus we're not going to not put this movie out in theaters. Or if it was, we think since there's nothing out there that we're going to just, like, kill it box office-wise. Because Tenet hasn't broken even yet. But... I mean, they're close, but it's it's all worldwide. Like all international gross is what's propping up the, you know, the the profits for the movie. They've only made fifty million in the U- United States. Damn. And I think I think uh, like they're getting near three fifty, like three hundred fifty million. But I, they I think they need four hundred to break even on that movie. But I I don't know if if that was like when they put it out. If I have a feeling when they put it out, they thought we're gonna lose money on this. But who like. But the, people are going to come to the movies to see this. Like, this will help theaters out. So, I don't yeah. know, man. I think it was the the former. I think it was Christopher Nolan was just like, this is meant to be seen on a screen. Let's put it out there. It'll give people a reason to want to go back to the theaters. And um, I don't think he cares about yeah. how much money it makes the studio. I was going to say this. I would not be surprised if Tenet goes back in theaters when things are opening up again. That'd be a good idea. I would love to still go see Tenet again. Like, if I saw it was playing at Garden State or whatever, in Dolby, I'll go mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. Could be a good date night. Bring a lady. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, lady, come come to see a movie with me. And shut up. Don't don't talk the whole time. You <laughs> shut up. I'll explain well, it well, to you t- after. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Let me mansplain Tenet to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to get a one-star review on the podcast, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah because i told you i put our podcast i dropped i name dropped our podcast on tinder so mm-hmm. hopefully we get more five-star reviews yeah but i guess now's as good a time as any to tell people to give us five-star reviews on apple podcast and yeah, swipe right helps. on tinder <laughs> everyone's just gonna be like i'm not even gonna leave a review i'm just gonna find them now or find you. 
Yeah, now I'm just swiping right on everybody just to match, and then they'll be like, "Be like, oh hey, you're really cute." I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah enough about that." <laughs> Did you give my podcast a fucking review? <laughs> if you didn't, hit the bricks. <laughs> That's the way to my heart. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want a cup of coffee. No, the way to my heart is tell me how you f- really feel about the lighthouse. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I was at a party with a, a bunch of my friends. One of my friends going away party. And my buddy Chris, hi Chris, who listens to the show, uh, we were talking about like A24 movies and uh, and his fiance, she does not like A24 movies and that was like the wrong topic to bring up in front of me. Wait, so she doesn't like, like as if that's a genre? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? A24 kind of is a genre all its own because they're all like art house independent films but made by like, you know, director writers. Mm-hmm. And uh and a lot of them are slow burns and a lot of them have like ambiguous endings and stuff. There is a lot of similarities in tone and style between, between uh, a 24 films with the exception. I feel like the bling ring stands most outside of that. That almost feels like it could have been made by any studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she's just like, I don't like a 24 movies. She didn't, she doesn't like the lighthouse or anything. So like we spent like the first like hour of this party, just arguing about, a24 movies and i was explaining why the lighthouse is amazing and it basically it started as like regular conversation about it and then it ended with me just going like it's not my fault you don't read (laughs) (laughs) i was joking of course because i love both of them they're both i got i got no hard feelings towards the i mean chris i know chris likes these movies anyways i I can't even believe that someone would dislike A24 movies. I know, right? They're like the literal best. I know. My reaction was basically, Oh my God! <laughs> this is this is dangerous because now I want these Adam Sandler clips in every episode. Like, it's going to be hard not to use them constantly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to mention you, this please, to you. Do you have... Loaded up on there. He called the shit poop. <laughs> no, no. Ah, <laughs> slacker. The, the one that I needed right away. Like there was just some that I like grabbed. Um, but the one that I was like, I need this was the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's our own laugh track. <laughs> How annoying is that? That will not get old. <laughs> that is something that we can carry on with us for like every episode now. Exactly. Everybody loves a podcast with a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. We're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to mention this to you. I started talking to you about it, I think, when I drove back here. But you know how there's the new uh the new video game consoles are coming out and the pre orders are crazy and all that shit. Oh yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I told you this. I I think I started this story, but I didn't. I didn't mention this one detail. There, when I was home, there was a rumor that GameStops were getting PlayStations in, like pre-orders for them. And okay. uh, so, me and Ryan went out uh, like late at night or whatever. Like, and we were just like, because they said basically when they close, they're gonna leave a sign out saying how many consoles they got, so then people aren't like waiting out through the <laughs> through the night for a pre-order that they're not gonna get. But uh, anyway, when we called GameStop, we. <laughs> We called them and we were like, no, I just wanted to see if they knew how many pre-orders they were getting or if they even were because it was just a rumor at the time. So I called GameStop and the guy picks up and he goes, 
GameStop, this is Paul. GameStop, this is Paul. As <laughs> if <laughs> so he, he realized, oh my, I am Paul. <laughs> you, you caught him in the middle of an existential crisis. <laughs> well, I had him on speakerphone and he's like, GameStop, this is Paul. And then when he started doing GameStop, this is Ryan. I just looked up right away at Ryan. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Ryan just started dying. He had to leave the room. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, you've worked retail. You know you got to do anything you can to get by through the day. <laughs> Who You're listening am to two I? dudes movie reviews with I am Sky. <laughs> and I am Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the trailer park. Yeah, I got sound drops too. <laughs> I can, we, oh man, this is this is bad news because I, I have got a my stick. setup. I have a stick for it. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I finally got my setup working, so now the two this could just be the, the fucking sound drop show. <laughs> oh yeah, the, we're gonna just turn it into a morning shock job. <laughs> yeah. You are listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. You guys are crazy. So tell me, random guest, what cup size are you? Bang. <laughs> or whatever they do on the radio shows. Ouch, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, some really shitty slogan. That's right. <laughs> Who spilled the beans? That's the sound of bean spilling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I actually do want to do a morning shock jock show. That should just be a, an episode where we just should be a bonus episode where we pretend that we're a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> so I was hanging out with this chick the other night and she had huge bazoongas. Oh, <laughs> That's the other thing with those shows because they can't use certain words like they can't say like tits and dick and stuff like that so like the substitute words they use are like super childish and like 20 times dirtier yeah that. so she was rubbing on my love stick right well <laughs> 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 What is this? What are we doing? Oh, man. I don't know what we're doing. Well, actually, I do know what we're doing. Do you know what we're doing, though, for the trailer park? Yes, I do. Um. Oh, I do. I do. I do. I do. I lost <laughs> it for a second, but I have it. Um, okay. Because we're talking about the comedic genius that is Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. We're talking. We're going to talk about another comedic genius mm-hmm. that's not Adam Sandler. Yes. That being said, I enjoy movies from both of these guys. I don't think I'd call either of them a genius. But we're we're talking about the quote the question mark long awaited sequel to uh to Bruno or <laughs> Borat 2. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh I didn't even know this was coming. I didn't even I didn't even know that this was something that people wanted. Like, so he's he's done a bunch of these these hidden camera, you know, movies. And Borat's great. I mean, I don't know what you think about Borat. Oh yeah, love Borat. And and Bruno, I thought was pretty funny. Like, I didn't love Bruno, but I but I enjoyed it. Right. 
And then the dictator I didn't like. Yeah, the dictator has... It has its moments. I didn't love it, but for some reason I have it on Blu-ray. Like, I think I saw it for like $3 or like you know, like a $5 bin at Best Buy or something. Mm-hmm. And I got it. Uh, but it has Jason Manzukis in it, and I really like Jason Manzukis, So I kind of just got it to support him. Not that yeah. he knows me at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thanks thank you sky <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's somewhere just being like man that guy's a real cut up thanks for <laughs> buying the dictator for five dollars on blu-ray <laughs> you paid my rent for a year yeah. <laughs> how cheap's his rent <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where he lives probably california Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that this was coming out. I also saw that it was going to come out this year and actually come out because it's uh, it's going to Amazon. So, oh, cool. cool. I'll actually be able to watch it in oh, a few days. Episode. This comes out next. This comes out the week that we're releasing this episode. So I did not know, know that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably, probably going to be like the, the next episode after the Halloween episode. Yeah, this this is going to be out in two, <laughs> two we're weeks. We're doing a review of this in two weeks. Um, But yeah, I mean. I, I didn't know it was coming out. I saw that it was coming out. I saw that it was actually going to be out. We could have access to it. I, and I was pretty excited. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, uh, what we think and every Because you've watched this trailer, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get to our thoughts on it. But off first glance, I was pretty I was pretty excited. I think it'd be, it's it's a, it's a good time for, for a comedy to come out. Hopefully a good one. Yeah, hopefully. it. Yeah, I um I have my feelings. I have my feelings about the format. You know, like, because like you said, like he's done a few of these already, mm-hmm. the style movie. And I think it gets played out a little bit. There's been some other movies that similarly try to do it. There was that, um, I don't even know if it ever came out, that Eric Andre one where, uh, oh, the, yeah, the road trip and uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is, bad trip. Did that ever get released? Was- I I don't even know, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't just dump that on VOD or something and fucking forget about it. But and then you have like you know the Jackass movies. Like granted, they would have like their staged stunts, but then they would also do stuff like pe- with people in the streets and stuff like that. Like it's not something that's like necessarily new. I will say like going back to like the Ali G show and stuff like that. Like Sasha Baron Cohen is probably one of the best people to have done it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. So, like, there's some good to be seen there, but then there's also some things where I'm just, like, pretty sure they're not going to show me anything new in this movie. Like, the jokes will be new, but, like, in terms of, like, what the movie is, it's just a rehash. So, I don't know, but um, you want to just watch the trailer? Yeah, yeah, let's get into this. I released a movie film which brought great shame to Kazakhstan. But now I was it did basically the same thing in Jackass. Yeah, yeah I was kind of thinking that. I go to America! What do you say? No, it's not me. People may recognize my face. I would need disguises. This man is sex criminal. See, I like this as an idea no, where it's like he comes back. Obviously, people know the yeah. character yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like American man. Yes. I do this think is that is a, that is a cool wrinkle to the movie. Where is his crumb? What is problem, officer? Got somebody that's strapped to the top of your car. He's in that passenger seat, boss. Only men and bears are allowed inside car. 
I here to give my daughter as a gift. The other thing is, so far, the like throne. the jokes I'm in this trailer aren't really hitting bills. for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a bag that just goes mm, over the dress. They're nice. I really like this. Let us present Sandra Jessica Parker Drummond. This one with the baby on it. Oh. I have a now, who baby is this lady? Uh, no, who is cannot. daughter? That's yeah, the actress. Has uh, she been in other things? I was the one his, uh, the baby in his daughter in this movie, her name is uh, Arena Novak. I don't actually know no, what I she's been know. in. I think this well, is our first movie. They're wanting everybody to quarantine so they don't spread this virus. Could I stay in your home? I hope quarantine never mm -hmm. ends. What is more dangerous, this uh, virus or the Democrat? Democrats. 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 Killing some of the virus. No, you can't see the virus. No, it's still there. If you think you see a virus go like that. This makes That's the virus you... sleepy. And then when it's sleeping, the daddy has a lot to learn. My daddy is the smartest person in the whole flat world. <laughs> and while the risk of coronavirus remains low. Oh, this, this bit is actually kind of funny. We're ready for it. <laughs> Michael Penis, I brought the girl for you. Borat's subsequent movie film. You fist me. That actually you know, happened? Right, I don't. It, it, it must have, right? Fist each other. Yeah. Right. Right. Unless it's clips that they, you know, stitch together. Stitch together. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, because Sasha Baron Cohen, he like, he's pretty hardcore about like the way he does this stuff. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like shy away from just doing it you know like he tries to get like really real reactions like i've heard him in interviews talking about like when he was filming bruno and borat and stuff and the situations he was in like basically like before like when they knew they were going to film somewhere they had like a security team who would like be like this is the fastest exit this is where you have to go like if this exit is blocked off and you can't get out this way you have to get out this way and meet us here and get into this car like because they were basically just like people will try to murder you. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't think he would stage doing that. I feel like he would just do it and risk getting kicked out, you know? Cause that's all that would happen. He would just get booted out of the convention. Yeah. I know for, for a fact that as his movies went along, more sections got staged. Like, yeah. Like Bora is definitely the least staged out of all of them. And, right. uh, and he got sued like a ton. Like I forget the actual amount. I remember reading back in the day when it came out. It was something like over like forty times he got sued by different people for Borat. Um, yeah. He's already gotten sued for this movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not even out. Didn't even come out yet. Yeah, but um, like because I'm pretty sure the dictator was was very staged. Or there was just well, the a dictator's lot more like a movie. <clears throat> yeah, they have parts in it though, right? Don't they have parts in it that aren't? They're like there's a couple like, parts. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but, very, uh, very minimal. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't know if he actually did that or not. Maybe he did. It would fit. Um, but going back to the trailer, I definitely agree with you. I don't think the comedy is hitting as much as the first one. But I also think that the first one, at least for me, like I saw in theaters, I thought it was hilarious. I still enjoy it, but I think Bora has almost become like, kind of like, 
I'm almost kind of over it because there's just so many people yeah. that that do like the my life and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's just yeah. Like, so I don't know if it's just I'm I'm done with the I'm it's not hidden for me because I'm just over Borat, or if it just it doesn't look as funny. Like there's some parts in the first one that are just Could amazing. Be both. Could be both. I don't know. But I also feel like uh I feel like they'd be hiding the real crazy like the funniest stuff in that because generally speaking the funniest stuff in Borat Bruno and 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 those is stuff that you could not show in a trailer anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm definitely sure true. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be stuff in this movie that we're going to watch it and be like, "Whoa. Whoa, that's nuts. <laughs> like that's awesome." Like, you know, so I think I can't imagine watching this entire movie without laughing at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it'll be enjoyable. I'm just not confident it'll be like, I, don't, I definitely don't think it'll be able to recapture the magic of the first Borat. It, I'm not confident it'll be better than Bruno. I actually like a lot of the bits in Bruno, but uh, I think it'll be a fun watch. Yeah. like There's no I, reason not to watch it, especially if it comes out on Amazon. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely agree. I, uh, the director on this movie, I think this is his first uh, feature film. So that's, you know, something to look out for. But, uh, yeah, because it's not the same director as the first Bruno. I mean, for, first Borat. Okay. But uh, he's done some good stuff, though. Uh, the director's name is Jason Walner. He directed some episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, oh. I think uh, an episode or two of New Girl. So, okay. you know, Parks and Rec is on there. So, yeah, like he's done some good stuff. Yeah, good comedies. I mean, we we've said this on the show before. Like, it's usually a bad sign when there's like a million writers on a movie, and mm-hmm. there's eleven on this. But also, the first Borat had like seven or something like that. So it's not. I think it's on par with the last one. Yeah, I feel like this style of movie. It's not the same when you have like a ton of writers because it's not necessarily like. There is, I guess, a story that's like stitched together, but it's the movie's not about the story as much as it is like all the random like bits and things like that. Mm-hmm. And for that, you can just have like a bigger, big writer's room and just be like, oh, what if he did this? Or what if we got into this scenario? Like, oh, well, how do we write around? Like, how do we write that in? So it's like maybe some people were involved in like coming up with like the, the scenarios that he gets caught up in. And then other people were like stitching that together to weave it into one greater story. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely can see that. <laughs> what do you think about them, like, kind of playing off of COVID? Because <laughs> the poster is literally him wearing a mask around his dick, and it says, wear masks, save life. Uh, I don't know. Um, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't do anything for me, honestly. Like, I think what it does is it already tells me what the Rotten Tomatoes are going to be like, especially <laughs> for the audience score. This is going to be this is going to be widely panned by the right which I totally would understand like we've talked about it before in the past where like you you see these like politically divisive movies come out mm-hmm. and it's like literally like 100% of the time it's like even if I don't think this would be the case but like even if the critics have it like 80% like the audience score is always like 50% or in that low 50 range and it's literally split down the middle. Yeah. It's either people are upset because he's attacking the president or people are laughing at it because he's attacking the president, you know? <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah. I think he's super talented though, just unrelated to the movie. Uh, oh yeah, you know, I I I really like uh, Sacha Baron Conan, and uh, I think he's, you know, got a lot of range. I think a lot of people think that this is kind of like all he does, but I mean, phenomenal singer. I th- actually think that he like started in music. Like you've seen him in Sweeney Todd and stuff like that. Yeah, was he in Les Mis? Um, yeah, I think he was. Mm-hmm. He's in yeah. Les, yeah. And then yeah, I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, but obviously he's known mostly for this, but then there's a few things like outside of like what I think people would consider his wheelhouse that he's in. And I'm like, damn, this guy's, he kills in pretty much everything he's in. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how much more you want to mention about this, but, uh, I mean, we'll be, we'll be talking about it. I'm, I am excited for it. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, this will be an episode. Why not? Why wouldn't it be an episode? Right. What else (laughs) do we got going on? Exactly. <laughs> what else does the fucking month of November have for us? Nothing. We, we yeah, we thought it was going to be tough four months ago or whatever, where there was nothing. We're like, oh my God, we got to like pad a month with just brackets basically. But literally, I think it's like November and December. There's just like nothing coming out. Well, December, we can do a, a Christmas bracket. Yep. I don't know what the duties are going to be like. <laughs> I mean, that comes in January, anyways, but still. Yeah. It's. It's not great, man. This year sucks. This yeah, it does. This <laughs> fucking bullshit is right. And what better way to segue into Hubie Halloween, baby? Let's get out of this trailer park. I shut up! <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get old. I love it. Every second of it. Uh, well, here we are. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> need, need we? Do we need to go any further? All right, hit me with the tomato tomatoes. <laughs> now we we uh you know, we did the trailer park on this. We pretty much shit all over it during the trailer park. Um but then, you know, maybe maybe when we watched it, it turned turned us around on it. I also I have heard mixed things about this. Like I watched some reviews where people are like this is the worst fucking thing that I've ever seen in my life. And then I've seen other people that are just like, "Man, this really put me in the Halloween spirit." And <laughs> so you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all of it. Uh, yeah. The one thing I, I will say, I'm going to just start off the top. The, I think a big selling point to the movie for a lot of people is everyone is just like, Adam Sandler said he's going to make the worst movie ever as like a punishment for not being nominated for Uncut Gems. And, right. And and uh, I can just tell everybody it's not this. This movie was filmed before the Oscars. So. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't the one. Yeah. So there, there's something else that's. Some bomb is going to be dropped eventually. Yeah, there's another turd of brewing. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, it's not this movie. So if you if you were getting your hopes up that you were going to see the worst thing of all time, it's not it's not this one. This is the one that he's he's putting out for that. It's but, crazy uh, that he didn't think he already made the worst one of all time because I saw Ridiculous Six. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jack and Jill. There's like so many you could do. <laughs> yeah, because I saw I Pixels. Saw, I, pr- I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw bedtime stories. <laughs> I saw grown ups too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw pixels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, we mentioned this on the trailer park, but Stephen Brill, he's the director on this movie and his career is, is just weird him and the writer. Honestly, their career is just bizarre because Stephen Brill, he directed heavyweights and little Nicky and Mr. Deeds and without a paddle, 
um, and like Drillbit Taylor, which are all like fine movies. But then he also directed like Sandy Wexler, <laughs> which is like yeah. one of his shit Netflix movies. And then uh, I'm not going to pronounce his last name right, but Tim Harley, uh, he was the writer on Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, The Water Boy, Big Daddy, Little Nicky, and Mr. Deeds. So nice. it's like it's like man, what an awesome track record! But then he's also the writer on Pixels, Grown Ups Two, Bedtime Stories, and The Ridiculous Six. So it's awesome. Like, well, so there's there was just a a point in his life where he had an aneurysm. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it is is that Happy Madison whole crowd like they're all in on the fucking game. They're all in on the whole the whole scam of it. Mm-hmm. No, and I know. The deal is. Just fucking push out this turd, cash the check, and go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, they don't make anything on the back end. They just get all their cash up front. So once the movie comes out and it's bad, it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect their paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched recently. I'm trying to remember if it's the one that you told me to watch or if it was another one. But uh, I mentioned on like an episode or two ago that I've been watching a lot of those like Hollywood roundtable um, YouTube oh. videos. Yeah. And uh, there's one with Adam Sandler in it. It might be the one with Shia LaBeouf and like Adam Driver and stuff like that. I think it is. It's from it the is. 2019. Uh, yeah, that that one's really good. Yeah, um, it's awesome. But um, you know, you listen to him like, you know, talk there, and about his career and stuff like that. And he says like he's very self aware with what he's doing, um, but he's also not, you know, he he's not stupid. Cause he's, he's talking about all these things with film and he knows what makes a good movie and stuff, but he's just like, yeah, like I like to have fun. Like this is, this is my wheelhouse, I guess. Something else I'll say, cause absolutely. Yes. hundred percent what you're saying. Also, as much, as much as we shit on him and his movies, Adam Sandler is like, when people talk about him in within Hollywood, like it just seems unanimous. He's like a genuinely nice, decent person. Like he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And like that is also very cool. It's just we shit on him because he makes horrible dog shit movies, and we talk about movies on this show. Yeah, but I will give him credit that at least he's like a good person, mm-hmm. or at least that's what that's what the like stories across the board on Hollywood seem to be on him. Everybody's just like he's just really genuine and he's super down to earth. He does a lot of charitable work. Uh, he's just he's just like a real dude. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we're not talking bad about Adam Sandler, the man. We're talking, we talk shit about Adam Sandler, the the friggin' character actor that he is, you know, and his <laughs> just, roles, his movies. Just his movies, yeah. Um, I, I did a little bit of uh, research on this just because I was also curious. Adam Sandler is also a writer on this movie. Oh, okay. And uh, so I was curious. I'm just like, what movies has he written or does he frequently write, you know, his own films and stuff like that? And the answer is on a lot of them, he has written them. Um, but I would say generally when he writes a movie, it's one of the better ones. Now, granted, there are exceptions because he was a writer on the ridiculous six and like Sandy Wexler and grownups too. And I think, I think Jack and Jill is just the worst of all time, but he was, he, he, he wrote Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and The Water Boy and Big Daddy, uh, Little Nicky, Eight Crazy Nights. He wrote and um, like Don't Mess with the Zohan. And surprisingly, he was actually the writer on Hotel Transylvania too, which I thought was strange. Oh, wow. But like, 
Yeah, so I guess his career has also gone the same way, but I feel like there are much, there are a lot more movies that he, if you take his whole career and you pick out the ones that he wrote, generally he writes better ones than the ones that are shitty or more that are good than shitty, if, if that I makes any sense. Yeah, no, I so understand. This cast, it's the, it's the whole Sandman crew. It's the Sandlerverse. <laughs> yeah, Sandler. Well, it really is the Sandlerverse. We'll get to that. But oh yeah, um, you know Adam Sandler he plays Hubie Dubois. Kevin James he plays Sergeant Steve Downey. Uh, Julie Bowen she plays Violet Valentine. Ray Liotta plays Mister uh, Landolfa. I think is how you pronounce it, or that was the character's name. I can't remember. I, I was like I character. was stoked to see Ray Liotta pop up. He'll come back around in my notes. I wrote down a few Ray Liotta notes. <laughs> Ray Ray Liotta. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's a Sandler level joke. <laughs> Steve Buscemi obviously is going to be in this movie. He plays Walter Lambert. Same thing with Rob Schneider. He plays Richie Hartman. Maya Rudolph is in this. She plays Miss Hennessy. Tim Meadows. I was pretty stoked to see Tim Meadows in this. Uh, he plays Mr. Lester Hennessy. Gene Squibb plays his mom. She literally doesn't have a character name in this. I was really stoked to see Keenan Thompson in a movie. Yeah, you mentioned that in the trailer park, too. Yeah. He plays Sergeant Blake. There's a few people who I'm not going to mention just because they're surprises, and we'll probably mention them in uh, in spoiler talk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, big cast. Someone else who I was just... I saw him pop up, and I was just like, is that the kid? Oh, shit, it is. And uh, mm-hmm. Noah Snap from uh, Stranger Things uh, yeah. is in this movie, too, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that boy is a man. Yeah, that's that's why I, mean, I was not like, really, but <laughs> he's not. But I was also I I didn't recognize him at first. Like that's he went through a growth spurt for sure. That is called puberty. <laughs> he went through a puberty. <laughs> he went through a whole puberty. Yeah, man. I don't know where you want to start on this movie. I want to start here, man. I know we did the trailer park and literally we just watched the trailer in silence and then shit on it for like 15 minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm. I put on this movie and I, apparently I didn't pay a lot of attention to the trailer because I was just like dumbfounded. But um, <laughs> I started this movie and within the first like couple minutes, I was already in a really good mood. <laughs> Like, like, is it weird? Because like, it's like Salem, Massachusetts. And I love Salem. I love going to Salem. I actually just went up to Salem with our friend Pat, like a week ago, last mm-hmm. weekend. I just, that put me in a good mood. Cause I'm like, I love that place. Like, I know that place. I'm very familiar with that place. Like it feels, feels like a second home almost. So that put me in a good mood. And then, um, is this a spoiler if I mention cuz there's a cameo like literally the first scene of the movie has has a cameo in it. Um do we do we want to save it? Save it for spoilers. Fine, I'll save it, but seeing that person and specifically that character like that put a smile on my face. I was like, "What? Like what is happening?" Like cuz it it sets the plate early on that's just like this movie's going to be it's going to be ridiculous because I will spoil this. It is a joke. Like you want to talk about setting a tone. This movie sets the tone right away. They're like, it's Halloween time. It's Salem. Here's a cameo from somebody from an Adam Sandler movie. And here's a weenie joke. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. And then that weenie joke 
So somebody made like a dummy in a bed because they snuck out. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a dummy in a bed out of food, and the food they they literally stood a, a hot dog up in place of his wiener. <laughs> so it was a wiener. Is a wiener wiener. It's a weenie wiener or a wiener weenie. weenie. Yeah. You, you're talking about the tone and stuff. I mean, even basically like the first scene with Adam Sandler in the movie, like just tells you like this movie is ex- like highly exaggerated and, oh, yeah. and like, and the humor is going to be extremely low brow. <laughs> like, oh, it's the lowest brow. But you know what? I felt, I felt so dirty. A theme in my notes is every time I laughed, the note starts with fuck. <laughs> Because my note, my second note, because the first note is the cameo, so I won't mention it, but my second note is, fuck, Weenie Wiener made me laugh. (laughs) I'm like, immediately out the gate, the dumbest joke, and I'm already laughing, and I was just like, I felt dirty. (laughs) Yeah. well, But it put me in a good mood. But it put me in a real good mood. I was like, shit, you got me. I'm like, okay, all right, let's see what else we got. Here's the thing about this movie, like, it's it's a super lowbrow comedy, so you know set your your bar according to that of you know what you're going to be getting. But we've said this a lot. Like if you're a comedy, you have to make me laugh and stuff. And not not all the jokes hit in this movie. I would say more than half don't. But based oh. on the based on the trailer, yeah. I was like, this thing is going to suck. And then this movie got laughs out of me. Um, there are like a few in particular that I thought were hilarious. Also just my viewing experience was really funny because I was watching it with uh Brianna and her grandparents and like in particular <laughs> in in particular every single time one of the like when the mom shows up when her te- like hearing everyone in the, the room t-shirts. say yeah hearing everyone in the room say I shaved my balls for this killed me. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> and then and then the part with the nun when she just like pops up over his shoulder and she's, I won't yeah. even say what the line is. Lost it. Like I thought that was hilarious. Um, oh, dude, I had this. It shouldn't, should not have happened. I was expecting after that wiener thing. I was like, okay, like obviously it's going to be like you said, very lowbrow. It's very stupid. Uh, I'm okay with that. I I don't mind stupid comedies. That's never been my big issue with the Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just when it's when it's stupid and not funny or just really bad. Yeah. This, I, like you said, I had a good amount of laughs on it. Like I had easily like three times more laughs than I would have expected. Cause I almost expected zero. I was to give <laughs> them like one. I had like four good laughs, but what I wasn't expecting was to fucking like, I laughed so hard at this one thing. I, couldn't stop laughing for like three minutes. Oh, I wonder what it was. I mean, I could tell you, it's not like a huge spoiler. <clears throat> okay. So Ray Liotta. Well, first of all, one of the, one of the good laughs I have is like, um, Hubie shows up at a funeral and then, uh, he says to like the widowed wife. Cause he earlier, like they were trying to figure out like what boner meant because of his mom's shirt. But they I both. I, I hated that joke. <laughs> I did too. But when he when he used it on her at her husband's funeral, he was just like, "I'm sorry, that's my boner." I was like, 
And I was like, fuck, <laughs> that actually, it tricked me. Like it's, it tricked me into laughing. But in relation to that, Ray Liotta, it was his dad who's, mm-hmm. whose funeral was. Not a huge spoiler because it has nothing to do with the story at all. Mm-hmm. But later in the movie, Ray Liotta comes out of the uh, the haunted house and the way he delivered this line and just what the line was, it's really dark and I wasn't expecting there to be such a dark joke in such a lowbrow, stupid, childish movie. But he comes out and he goes and he's like having a good time and everybody's laughing. He's like, oh man, almost made me forget I buried my dad today. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I lost my fucking mind. I was like, that is fucking amazing. I, I love really dark humor like that. And uh, I just, it just caught me so, so off guard. <laughs> Like, oh, almost forgot I buried my dad today. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a few things that like I thought were funny. I I think for me, like the hit rate on the jokes was probably like thirty percent it would hit, seventy percent it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And no, then I'm right and, there. And and I think I think the time some of the times that it hit, it almost hit only because it was so like you were so embarrassed by how bad it was like i think i don't even know if it was bad it was just so stupid that it made you laugh yeah so, so i was just uh, yeah like i kind of felt the same way because early on it got a laugh out of me and then i was like god damn it <laughs> right it makes you feel nasty it's like i wanted I wanted to hate this thing the entire way through <laughs> dude i almost had to pause it like five times to take a shower <laughs> I had to wash off the laughter. I was like, ugh, I feel like I shouldn't have laughed at this. Ugh. But but it got me. So, like, honestly, if that tells you guys anything, you swampies, because you you hear how we talk about these these happy uh, Madison movies. It, yeah, it'll it'll get you. It'll it'll shock you. I mean, it's not a good movie. Oh but no. I, but I think it is a movie that will kind of it'll put a smile on your face at some points. Yeah, and, and also I think it's gonna make you hate yourself <laughs> at points. A hundred percent. Yeah, a few things I didn't want to talk about because we're just going on just the jokes. I think besides the, you know, we've we've talked pretty highly of it, I guess so far. I don't know if highly is the right word, but we've we've said mainly praises. But I'm gonna say this: other than like the thirty percent hit rate on it, for, at least for me, this movie has almost nothing going for it other than that. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, I mean, what would you expect? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. The soundtrack? I don't know. The score? Like, I can't even tell you. I mean, I'll say it feels like a Halloween movie, which is nice. Like, it's mm-hmm. cool for that, I guess. But, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like we've said it fairly recently a couple of times. Just like, okay, it's obvious that this movie wasn't made for our demographic. This movie was made for no demographic. They didn't want anybody to... I, this, I don't know if they were trying to make this movie for everybody or nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because, yeah. like, the the base level of the humor... But then, like, it's stupid and it's childish and immature, but then there's, like, dirty jokes that are more adult, but then they're, like... I, I mean, what... Like what, CGI <laughs> vomit jokes? Oh, like right out the gate? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're laughing now. I didn't laugh then. But I'm I, laughing didn't, now. I didn't laugh just... at it. I'm laughing at how dumb it is, like the two of us just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
And like the, the I mean, I mean, it's not like you can be like, this is so hard because I feel like they make these movies intentionally with critics in mind. So therefore they make it impossible to critique because the over the top nature of it, obviously you can't watch it and be like, the acting is amazing because everybody is acting on such a level of absurdity that you can't you can't say they're acting bad because they are acting correct like they are directed to do so so um the woman the the lead woman in the movie yeah violet valentine or julie bowen yeah yeah julie bowen's character um also the fact that her last name is valentine and and it's hubie halloween like i know his last name isn't halloween in the movie well i mean if you think violet valentine like it's a purple heart <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so, the just the like obviously like the way her character is is just so unbelievable. Like not unbelievable, like oh my God, that's amazing, but just like I do not believe it. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, the way she acts, it's like Hubie. <laughs> when will you be with me? I, I'm gonna say this. Like we've talked about that before with like Seth Rogen and stuff, where it's just a guy, like a slubby dude who always gets the girl. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is hyperbole at all. I think this is one of the most egregious times that that's happened because there was almost no reason for them to like each other or for her to like him. Yeah. And they, they literally like, has pea sheets. Yeah. There's like no chemistry behind them, like between them and Oh my I get- God. <laughs> I just realized the pea sheets are a reference to Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, I'm dude, an idiot. Well, I'm gonna. We'll get to it. There's there's Adam Sandler verse everywhere over this, but I think the love angle of this movie is so lazy, like so bad. But that's the problem. Is it's like you want to. This is what I mean. I think they make it with critics in mind, and then they make it so intentionally bad because it. That's what it is. It's like I don't think they were trying to make it make sense or be good like they were just being so in your face about it that they're just like hey critics i dare you to critique us on this it's like we did it on purpose you idiots like you know what i mean like i am they're asking for punishment but they don't care (laughs) i was gonna ask you this though do you think that this movie has a subtext to it like in i'll just tell you what i'm thinking yeah, part of me. I, I'm not putting that much thought into this movie. Well, sir, the subtext being almost what you were just saying is Hubie play or Adam Sandler plays Hubie, which is basically just like a super nice dude who like everyone picks on. And I almost thought I was like, oh. is it is it like he's saying like Adam like Adam Sandler the person is like a nice guy but he keeps putting out stuff and critics keep shitting all over him. Like, so he's almost like making this movie kind of making fun of like, you know, like that situation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an allegory for his career. Kind of. I actually, I can only see that now, like in the message and everything too. Mm hmm. And that, cause then like, like the, the grand finale and everything like that all makes sense. And it's like, yeah, like he is, it's like he's just a nice guy, and it's like just because he's like a little bit, he's 
goofy. Everybody picks on him, but like he has never he's never done anything wrong to anybody. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. This movie's wow, deep. <laughs> this movie's deep, bro. You know what? This it's, is actually really high concept. <laughs> I'd say I'd say in terms of like the high concept movies we've been able to discuss on the show, it would be like Joker, Lighthouse, Hubie Halloween, and then Tenet. <laughs> Then tenant somewhere down the list, <laughs> like two to three slots below Hubie Halloween. Hubie. Yeah, sounds like you pretty you like this movie a lot. It sounds that way, but it's not a good movie. But it's not supposed to be a good movie. How do you critique it? It's it is un it is unreviewable. You cannot review this movie. I don't understand anybody who has been able to do it because. Like, we're used to looking at these movies through a certain lens. It's like, you know, well, what's the cinematography like? What's kind of like, what's the director's? Like, what's the like the, the vision behind this movie? How's the writing? How's the acting? The acting is intentionally over the top. The writing is intentionally stupid. Everything else doesn't even matter. It's like, they made it fucking impossible. You cannot critique this movie with the same criteria as another movie. So... Something that we hate is when we're talking about like if if part of your critique is just or part of your grade, like your biggest factor is like I had a good time. But they yeah. they make this intentionally where that's the only deciding factor. It's do you have a good time or do you not have a good time? Mm-hmm. And and that's all you can go off of. And if that's all I can go off of, I kind of had a good time. <laughs> like the- it was stupid beyond belief. Uh, I don't think I would ever want to watch it again, but like I didn't hate watch it. I wasn't miserable. Like it's definitely better than half of his catalog. Yeah, I was I was going to say eventually, like, as far as like the Netflix movies that he's done, I think this oh. is better than everything except for the Mayor Witch stories, which I don't really know if that counts. But No, 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 because no, that's not part of his Sandler uh his happy Madison deal out of all yeah. the happy Madison Netflix movies. This is the best one. This is, and I'm including the ones he wasn't in. Cause he wasn't in, um, the wrong Missy, but that was horrible. Yeah. Oh, that was- <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, that, that is shit. The way that I was going to come at this, because there's things that I want to talk about, but I definitely agree with you. Cause when we were, when I was writing my notes and like trying to come up with my thoughts, I felt the same way. I was like, this movie is hard to critique because I'm not going to comment on like cinematography and this and that. I'm not going to comment on really like the story because yeah, everything is intentionally trash saying that, you know, when I'm talking about a 30, 70 hit rate on your, on your jokes, like that's not great. Like this movie, as far as comedies go is not a great comedy, but it's not a failing movie either. It's something that I would, we'll, we'll get to our grade, but like, I had a few laughs. I didn't want to jump jump off a bridge after watching. Like it was, it was like whatever. But like certain, I the way I was coming at it was like I kind of almost have to just comment on my personal taste, almost in a way. Like these are just things that I liked or disliked, but not really like a critique, if that makes sense. Because if yeah, I, I get it. if I do that, then I can say wh- why there's certain things that I dislike or why there's certain things that I like. Just going off of that, again, we're you know we're talking about how the characters are written and stuff. Characters are written like trash, but the one thing that I hate, like 
re- hated hated the voice. Hated the oh, voice. Unbearable. I will say this as well. Out of all of those laughs, I didn't have many. Almost 100% of the Sandler-driven jokes, I did not laugh at. It was all the side characters that made me laugh. Yeah. Like, Steve Buscemi has some good moments. Rob Schneider had a good one that that I, I liked. Ray Liotta had a bunch that I was into just because it's so weird to see him in such a stupid role like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was the least funny thing about the movie, I'd say. Yeah, and I would agree his, with that. And his voice was brutal. After like the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh my God, I, it's going to be this the whole time. I think you need subtitles. Like, I actually thought that, like, I was talking about how, like, the sound mixing isn't great in, in Tenet, and I was like, I'm probably going to need to put subtitles on when I, wa- like, watch it on Blu-ray. Hubie Halloween is a movie that I think you actually need subtitles on for because his voice at times is, like, just so... You can't understand what he's saying, or it's so quiet. Hated it. It, it sounded like... It, it wasn't original at all because it sounds like an amalgamation of, like, a few of his characters. So I was just like, oh, okay, I've seen, seen this before. So I just... I, Fucking, fucking hated that. <laughs> hated it so much. And the other thing that I did like hated too, and we've mentioned this with Will Ferrell. His character does the Will Ferrell thing a lot. Like maybe not like crying, but he just starts screaming at shit and stuff like that. Like he's another man child esque character, and yeah. I, I hated that shit too. Where I was just like, you're just yelling just for the sake of doing. Like you're trying to get a reaction out of people, but I'm just sitting here like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a grown man. Act right. Yeah. See, I just yell sometimes because I get so scared. Scared of being a nobody. <laughs> That's why he yells. That's why he yells. I get it. But but no, I yeah, I, I hated it. it were, we've we've harped on it with Will Ferrell, so I'm gonna harp on it with Adam Sandler with this movie because it's it's stupid and it's not funny. There's a montage of him just screaming at like things that aren't you know, aren't scary. Also his character in general, like his favorite Halloween or favorite holiday is Halloween, but he's afraid of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, but this is your problem, man. You are trying to look at this movie with a brain <laughs> and you can't do that. Also, I wanted to say, uh, cause you're saying like, Oh, you need to watch this with subtitles. I didn't because for some stupid reason, I, uh, I don't know why I had this thought, but I was just like, if I'm going to watch this movie, I'm going all out. And I cranked up my surround sound system <laughs> for Hubie Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> I had it. I had it. If it goes up to like 60, I think I had it up to like 40. I was just like, fuck it. I'm here in this movie. <laughs> It'd be so funny if it had like the like the Dolby like uh, thing that used to pop up back in the day. where It was like. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I live for that. Something I wanted to mention, though, and again, like, I guess this is coming at it from from the the wrong angle, but there's like a million characters in this movie. Yeah. And so many of them are wasted. <laughs> what do you fucking think? Colin, I feel like you're not paying attention to what episode we're doing. I feel no, like I you're just ignoring the fact that we're talking about this movie and we're talking about happy Madison in general. Like, okay. So the wrong Missy tried to be a movie mm-hmm. and that's why it sucked. And that's why you can watch it and see exactly why it sucked and where it sucked and what was wrong with it. 
This movie is not trying to be a movie. It doesn't need a story. It doesn't need characters. It doesn't. I'm 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 blown away. They even had a director. <laughs> like, what is the point? Like, they are not trying to make a movie. Who cares? Yeah. Guess what? Everybody was wasted. There wasn't any. Even the character who has the most screen time is fucking wasted. <laughs> because it's all just a. Th- it's just. It's just here, man. It's just. It's they took. They were just like, let's grab this turd. Let's put it in a candy wrapper because it's Halloween. And they went, dope. What should we call it? I don't know. Fucking turd Halloween. And they said, that's exactly what we're going to call it. And they put it out. And it's the number one movie on Netflix. And everybody loves it. I. What is happening? It is 2020. Why? Why is this my life? Why is this... This is the world that I fucking live in now. I can't go to the goddamn movie theaters. I got to sit on my fucking couch anytime I want to see something. And the best movie in the fucking <laughs> world right now is Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best, though, because anything that's shitty like, comes out and it just is like number one on Netflix. The wrong Missy. Oh, my <laughs> God. But like I meant waste. Here's the thing. Like I get that it's intentionally bad. And all My that. life is in shambles. <laughs> all versus. <laughs> I was going to say, I get that it's intentionally bad, but it doesn't make me enjoy it. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I would almost prefer, like, the story at least to be, like, engaged. Because there's things that, for me, I was actually, like, like, Steve Buscemi as a werewolf, I actually was like, oh, man, it's going to be fucking hilarious if they, like, make Steve Buscemi like a fucking werewolf and but like with really bad like prosthetics or something like that. Yeah. And then they just like abandon it. And it's <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's just like a it's just a waste. And I felt like I felt like there was opportunity to actually be a lot more funny than what they did. Yeah. And, There's a lot there is a lot of that. I'll I'll say that. And like like Maya Rudolph is in this movie and Maya Rudolph can is actually very funny. And mm-hmm. her character and Tim Meadows character like at least for me, I thought every scene that they were in was just like, oh, like cringe and wasted. Like I, you probably yeah. just could have taken them out. So and it's they're repeating the same joke in like every scene. Like they have the same routine. Yeah, that's that's another thing about the movie is sometimes it works, but this movie has a lot of gags and it's a lot of gags on repeat. And I think they're trying to hit it where with it's like it's gonna be like funny. And then we're going to keep doing it and it's going to be not funny, but then we're going to keep doing it again. And then it's going to make you laugh because you're going to be like, holy shit, they're still fucking doing this crap. <laughs> like the, the fucking but thermos the, is something like that. The thermos and anytime he's on a bike riding somewhere and stuff is thrown at him. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of things like that. Yeah. It's just, listen, man, it's not good, but they don't <laughs> care. They don't care. What I do want to do is here's the problem with my notes. All of my notes are bits. It, like it's nothing about the movie. It's just like here's a time when I laughed. Here's a time where I I rolled my eyes or whatever. I was in. I told you it put me in a good mood pretty early. It let me know it was going to be stupid, and I just stopped looking at this movie, at like like any other movie we've ever. This this movie exists outside of the two dudes canon another plane of existence (laughs) it does because i can't i'm not reviewing this movie the same way i review any other movie because this isn't a fucking movie i mean it is a movie it fits the criteria for our show 
but like they didn't try to make a movie. So I want to talk spoilers, even though I'm not, I'm pretty much not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to run down some bits that I like. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't like is how the character added nothing, meant nothing, was nothing, ended as nothing, like all the way through. I was just like, oh, is this going to be like a thing? And it absolutely wasn't. It's Rob Schneider's character. Mm -hmm. He actually got a really good laugh at me when they're sitting in the precinct. (laughs) And uh, Steve Buscemi asks him, like, what have you been doing? Because every time you see Rob Schneider's character, like one, he's wearing a mask. Like you never see his face. He's a big reveal towards the end. Mm-hmm. But every time you see his character, like you see like the back of him, and then it like moves down his body, and he's like pissing, yeah, like in the street or wherever. And the line he says, so like, um, see Buscemi's sitting next to him. He's like, ah, so what? What have you been up to since he got out? He's like, ah, you know, pissed in the street here, pissed on the side of a building here. You know, just some fun pissing stuff. <laughs> and that, I don't know why, but that line, just some fun pissing stuff. Just in the way he said it with like this like little like childlike smirk on his face. I was like, fuck, that that tickled me. That tickled me. I liked that. But honestly, I'm I'm super upset that they didn't give his character more story or more time. Like I would take a whole movie where he was like either the the antagonist the whole time, like he was like the imposing force, almost like a Halloween esque deal. Mm-hmm. Which is what they were riffing off of his Halloween. Oh yeah, with his character uh, escaping from the mental institution and all that. But um, or I would take a movie where he's like he's the hero. But either way, I'm demanding they release the Schneider cut. <laughs> <laughs> they should start that hashtag, Swampies. Release the Schneider, Schneider cut, cut. Of, of Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Going off of what you said, though, that was what I was saying where there's characters wasted because he's another one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to talk cameos. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's kind of the main thing. There's two people that make cameos in this movie that I wanted to mention, but they're spoilers because I didn't know they were in the movie. But uh, the first one that you were talking about is mm-hmm. Ben Stiller shows up in the first scene in the movie playing the orderly from uh, Happy Gilmore. And yeah, that got yeah. me hyped. It got me hyped too, actually, because I was like, oh my God. And I could, I didn't, it was so weird. I didn't know how to think of, like, feel because I was like, I'm so hyped that they're bringing his character back because I love Ben Stiller and Happy Gilmore. And Happy Gilmore is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. But at the same time, I was like, are they tying Happy Gilmore into this piece of shit movie? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I didn't know how to feel about it. But like, they don't do anything with happy Gilmore actually other than Adam Sandler, Julie Bowen is the love interest in happy Gilmore. Right. So like they don't cross over with any other characters. It's just a like reoccurrence, but I was like, Holy shit, are they making a Sandler verse? And then, yeah, like you mentioned the P sheets and stuff. There's references to other movies in, in this whole thing. So yeah, and the this bullies. Is, mm-hmm, yeah. Like the movie's almost like a Sandler love fest. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Now, does he connect his shitty movies too? Um, I don't I think know. He just plays off of his hits. It's, yeah, I think I it's think... pretty much just Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and um, is that it? Those are the three that I picked up on. Yeah, well, those are his three best, so that makes sense. Mm, yeah, yeah. I like Big Daddy more than the Waterboy. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I uh, no, I don't know. I like I think I like Waterboy more than Big Daddy. Big Daddy is great though. Yeah. They they should have tried to find a way to tie in eight crazy nights. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. No, I would not have put anything past this for like a fucking animated whitey to come out <laughs> and just start singing and dancing. Like, yeah, that's Dude. that makes sense. This movie is fucking stupid. But <laughs> Yep. And then the other I guess cameo I, that I wasn't expecting, but it happened. Big cameo. And, yeah. Everyone in the room at the same time just goes, is that fucking Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they connected Kazam to this universe. Yeah. It's, it was funny too, because someone said like, I guess Shaq's doing movies. And I was like, Shaq's been in movies. I was like, yeah, yeah. he's in Kazam. He's in steel. Like even like, Last year he was in What Men Want. He was in Uncle Drew the year before. Like, yeah. Shaq's been in movies. I, I thought it, I for whatever that was another part that made me laugh. I didn't want to mention that, but that scene with him and the other uh, and his wife, I it was so dumb, but I thought it was hilarious. Like I, oh my he god, just, he, he just went. Who for it, are man. you? <laughs> that happened, and I was just. I literally put my head down in my hand. I was just like, <laughs> "Oof!" That was, that was actually the one that almost hurt me the most. I was, for whatever reason, him making out with the other person. I was just like, "This is, this is on another level." Fuck! <laughs> I'm, I really wish you and I could have watched this movie for the first time together. <laughs> just the two of us in the Sandman in the same room watching it- this fucking movie. My uh, my brother had watched it and he warned me like ahead of time. Like I messaged him something early on. I think it was like this boner joke is so dumb. Something like I hated that. I was just like I hate this. And then Ryan was like, "What about that? Th- what about that throw up?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Jesus Christ!" And then and then he messaged me. He was like, "The nun killed me," and that hadn't happened yet. And then when that nun came over his shoulder and she was just like. <laughs> that makes me hella horny. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely watching this movie with people is going to, I think, help. Like, I, yeah, I know you, need to, you can't watch you said, it alone. You said you watched it alone, right? No. Oh, you didn't? Okay, yeah. Because, like, I watched it with a group Couldn't of people. Do it. And, and the definitely watching with people helped because you're all just, like, sh- either shitting on or laughing at it. So definitely do that. I recommend watching it with people because I think if you watch it by yourself and like I've said, it's harder to laugh when you're by yourself. I think if you watch it by yourself, the cringe is going to affect you way more. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Uh, this is this is a, a a great Halloween date night movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to put on something real spooky? <laughs> yeah, if you want to if you want to have a lady come over and you put on something that that'll scare her. So she'll have to like cuddle you harder. Cause she's so scared. <laughs> this is the one in the, in the first, be like, let me, let me show you something that's going to like set the tone. And then like, there's a, a wiener joke. And then a man pissing on the floor in like the first, like t- three minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, girl, you like that. You like that shit. This movie yeah. was designed for Netflix and chill. Which is not great for me because when I invite a girl over to my place to watch a movie, Mm -hmm. I fully intend on watching the movie and only watching the movie. Yeah. So this backfired. (laughs) Yeah, this backfired dramatically. Because I feel like any sensible woman 
or human would start watching this and be like, this is dog shit. Let's fuck. <laughs> but nope. I'm just like, I have to do my homework. <laughs> I have to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm committed to my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's work, man. It's work. Uh, do you have anything else on Hubie Halloween? I don't. I just want to talk some tomato tomatoes with you. Tomato tomato. Or, sh- or should I say, Ooh. let's, because it's this is a Hubie Halloween, it's a trick-or-treating type of episode. Mm-hmm. Let's call a segment Reese's Reese's. I shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Tomato, tomato on this? I said Reese's Reese's. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Great timing. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I was picking out those sound clips on the phone with Ryan earlier, and he could hear them, and he was was laughing, too. Nice. You you just heard him fucking... Sandman and out. There was a bunch of them. Tomato, tomato, though. This, I think this might be like the third time this has happened on this show, but the critics and the audience came at it with the same grade. Whoa. Mm hmm. All right. Critics and the audience, they're bringing this in at a 48%. <laughs> You're the best. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. All right. (laughs) The grades are the same. I think we always say tomato sounds more positive. Tomato sounds more negative. Yeah. I'm going to say tomato. Be more, a little more positive. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm going to give my grade. Okay. On the caveat that. This isn't a movie. Okay. And I'm basing my grade solely on the, did I have a good time or did I not have a good time? Basically, you know when you're in school and you have like math, history, English, all of these classes where you get a grade, but then you had like a couple of classes that are just like pass fail. Yeah. This is a pass fail movie. There is no way to grade it. But for the sake of our show and continuity, Mm -hmm. and again, this is a dog shit movie in the sense of it being a movie. The writing is bad. The acting is bad. The jokes are stupid, but sometimes there's something that'll get you. There's There's some stupid, funny stuff, but very rarely. It's a very poor hit rate. I can't fail this movie. What's your grade do? I feel like I want to give it a D plus. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's so much higher than I thought. I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be an F and then I thought it was going to be a D minus. And then I was just like, it wasn't that bad of a time. I'd never want to watch this again. I'll say that. I never want to watch this again, but yeah, I think D plus is where I'm sitting on it. Wow. I know. I, I feel am dirty. Good. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> You're the best. I'm the worst. That's more like it. 
<laughs> you're the best. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think I think you talked a lot more positive about it than I did. I thought you were going to give it like a like a C or something like that. But we're know. actually we're actually not far off because I think this movie is pretty shitty. But like you said, and we've said on the show, as for comedy, you have to make me laugh. And I think we've done a few comedies where we're like, this thing like made me laugh like once, like it's and it's trash. And we either failed it or gave it like a D minus based on like maybe there was some film aspect that was actually like good about it. But this is almost like an anti-film, like you were saying. And there's a decent, there's a better than god awful hit rate <laughs> on the yeah. jokes. So uh, for that, I actually gave it a D. I gave it a D, okay. and you gave it a D, D plus. So, wow, yeah, man. You know, I've noticed this year I've been a little bit more positive on on most movies than you. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Well, I think I think we came to this conclusion last year. You're generally more hot or cold. Yeah. So I think this year a trend is at least when you're cold, I think you have found a, like you're not failing as much as you were last year. If that makes sense. I think I think that's true. I think it's because I'm just happy to have any movie now, mm-hmm. or as opposed to last year, I was so abused by watching every movie <laughs> that it just made me bitter. Yeah, because yeah, I think on our website you can see an actual breakdown of our grades and. Yours from F to A plus is almost like, you know, a dip. It almost looks like a big ditch because it's like tons of Fs, down, down, down. But then, and you didn't really have a ton of like Cs and Bs, but you had more As and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I work in extremes. You can't, you can't pin me down. But no, I would definitely agree because I feel like if this came out last year, we'd probably been like, this thing is fucking bullshit. <laughs> right. If it was released amongst other movies. Movies. Yeah. But when it's the only one you got. I guess it's a D plus for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think if you watch this and especially if you watch it with people, I think you're going to have a good time. Like you'll, you'll, you'll laugh at how stupid it is at times and then you'll shut it off and just be like, you know, whatever. Like I'd, I I'd say the average person will get at least three chuckles out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would agree with that. Which I guess is worth something. I don't it's, know. It's funny. Cause uh, you know, like I said, we were in North Carolina for the week and we, uh, we we spent it with uh, Brianna's dad and uh, her grandparents, and uh, we watched four movies while we were there. Like on, yeah. on a lot of nights, we watched movies. But our um, trajectory of our, of our movies, I just thought was hilarious because we started off with Hubie Halloween, so we watched like the lowest of the brow, watched yeah. the, the dumbest shit ever, and then we moved on to Molly's Game. Which, if you haven't seen Molly's Game, Molly's Game is just it's a good it's a good like biopic kind of uh it deals with like casinos and stuff like i, I won't go into details it's a little bit of like a uh like courthouse drama at times but it's it's just, it's a solid movie yeah and it, it's nothing that you have to really think too hard about it just it's just a, a solid movie but we go from the dumbest movie ever to watching inception <laughs> awesome <laughs> so that's how you wash it off so we were we were gonna we were actually gonna watch lord of the rings uh oh. and then and then we couldn't get hbo on their tv because all three Lord of the Rings movies are on HBO right now. We couldn't get it, so we were, like, flipping through, flipping through, and then someone was like, what's Inception? I was like, Inception's good. I was like, but you have to think. And they were like, let's just put it on. I was like, okay, well, you, you got to fucking think. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and then, like, people were, were starting to get confused, so then eventually I was just like, 
they're in a dream. They're infiltrating people's dreams. Like this right now is not real. And this is a dream within a dream. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to explain it. But, uh, but yeah. And then we actually watched monsters. You, Oh, okay. You know, I've never seen that one. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Even I've said that before. I like it more than monsters. Inc. We watched it again. I was like, yeah, man, I fucking love it. So. Huh. I don't know if I'm glad that we got to review this because it means that movies that we actually wanted to see were canceled, but I'm yeah. glad we got to get together and talk because I haven't seen you in like a week. And I just I just need my boy near me. <laughs> my boy. Yeah, no, yeah, you were uh you were away for a minute, but uh but we're back. And we finished our Halloween bracket cuz that episode's coming out next week. Mhm. It's going to be spooky. Spooky. Spooky Halloween, bleh. <laughs> and um, yeah i mean we already announced the winner of that on our instagram but for mm-hmm. our listeners if you don't follow us on instagram first of all it's a big mistake follow us at to do's movie reviews but uh our halloween episode the winner of our bracket is ghostbuster so mm-hmm. we're ghostbusters plural and uh that episode we will talk about like how the bracket went down this is our biggest bracket yet so we'll go through the whole Round by round, who won, when, why, what, how, and when, and where, and why. And, man, I got to tell you, a little spoiler for for next week's episode. um, I do not like you, Swampies. (laughs) We'll save it for that episode. It's it's, uh, funny, because on a lot of these brackets that we do, I usually vote against whatever you voted for because I'm just like, I just want to wash our votes out. <laughs> like, Oh, come on. I know. I usually do that because I'm just like, we got to let the Swampies decide. But this time I actually just let you vote. Like I saw your votes come in and I was just like, I'm just going to let them have it. And I feel like almost every time you voted the other movie won. <laughs> yeah. Basically what happened. Yeah. It's essentially what happened. Nobody ever agreed. Why do you guys listen to the show? If you, if you disagree with me across the board on everything, <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, we'll get into it, but I just, I remember I texted you and I was just like, Casper's not even a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did I vote on Casper? No, I think you voted like vote on something else. And then I was just like, how? How?" Dude, dude, the way we'll talk, we'll talk about it next week. But man, (laughs) the way that the bracket went in, I round by round could have never guessed (laughs) the outcome of literally every matchup. There was no matchup where I got, I could have guessed the right answer. Even if I voted for one thing and I thought I would, I would like vote for my thing, but I'd be like, I don't think this is going to win, but this is the movie I would want to win. And then somehow I'd still be wrong. And I'm like, (laughs) how, who, who is listening to our show? Who are you swampies? Well, what is going through your (laughs) mind? I'll, I'll say this will be like the final thought because they know what won and all that. But, uh, we said on, I think on our last episode or two episodes Maybe ago, two on, episodes our, on our ago. Nola Holmes episode when we were talking about the bracket, we were like, oh man, it'd be so sick to review what we do in the shadows. Fucking loses in the first round to Casper. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know. I told, um, I was talking to Tom. He messaged me when the bracket ended and um, I was just like, dude, my top five picks for the bracket all lost by the second round. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, what the fuck is happening? Why? Why won't you guys just let me talk to you about Hellraiser? What the fuck is your problem? There is... Okay, we'll, we'll stop. I was going to say some stuff, but it's it'll be good banner for... We'll save episode. it. Yeah. We'll save it. Little tease, little tease for next week. So you guys already know what to do. Follow us on social media or don't, because obviously you guys don't fucking agree with me on anything. And I don't need you. I don't need that negativity in my life. Um, but if you, I guess if you do, cause we should promote it is at two dudes movie reviews. Uh, you can follow my personal account at sky two dudes on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not going to give you room to plug yourself. <laughs> and you can follow me at Colin Two Dudes. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a regular. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That whole sound, that, the Sandler soundboard, the Soundler board. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That needs to be, that needs to live there forever. Uh, but yeah, you can also go to two dudes movie reviews.com, check out our merch shop, all of that. Leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, win some free stuff. We're still working towards that. I think we got another. Uh, I think we got another new five star review just today, actually. Ooh, so I'm looking. I'm going on right now. <laughs> yeah, you do that, and uh, <laughs> it excites me. <laughs> this is the only thing I have going for me right now. <laughs> so Collins, Collins got a full blown erection right now. Just so you swampies know that. And on <laughs> that note, <laughs> oh, sucky swampies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>